sweet Jesus, you're the wind beneath my wings. Sweet Jesus, you're my melody and harmony. Sweet Jesus, you're the eyes that I see through. Sweet Jesus, yes, I'm dancing to your tune. For as a Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for qualifying us for life. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for not giving up on us. We thank you that as long as we are in Christ Jesus, we are new creatures. We have no history, we have no record of the past. Father, we thank you that you purchased a healing for us. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for protection. We thank you for provision. We thank you for a broken and a contrite heart. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding into all things. We thank you that your will is being done in our life. We thank you for grace to continually stay in your presence to activate the power of God at work in us. We thank you for your grace to walk in love. We thank you that we can call you Father and that you call us your children. We thank you that the lines are falling onto us in pleasant places. We have a goodly heritage. In the name of our Lord Jesus, amen. Wow, we thank God for another episode, for another opportunity to continue our discussion. And tonight is our 46th episode. We thank God for 45 previous episodes, which are titled for your safety and i believe it's going to be another inspiring discussion our unconscious philippians chapter 3 the verse number one for your safety and i read finally my brothers rejoice in the lord finally my brothers rejoice in the lord to write the same things to you to me indeed is not grievous but for you it is safe to me it is not grievous but for you, it is safe for your safety. Let me just look at another version. Let me use the ISV version. So then, my brothers, keep on rejoicing in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you. Indeed, it is for your safety. So it was the ISV version that I got my title from, For Your Safety. Before we start our perusal, let's just look at 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Then we go back to Philippians. Let's start from the verse number 12. The Apostle Peter is speaking to us and he's saying that, Will I not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them and you are established in the present truth? Verse 13. Yes, I think it is meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you into remembrance. Verse 14, knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle, even as the Lord Jesus has showed me. Verse 15, moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able, after my disease, to have these things always in remembrance. Wow. Let's just read it again from the verse 12. I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, Though you know them and you are established in the present truth, yes, I think it is meet that as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Verse 14, knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle, even as the Lord Jesus has showed that you may be able, after my disease, to have 
these things always in remembrance. Always in remembrance. And as our title is for your safety. For your safety. Now, before I even go to the main issue, I just want to throw something out there that's about the word of God. Some general things that um, I think we should just appreciate about the word of God. Just like any other thing we put into our system, like bread, like water, like medicine. Water in itself will not kill you. In fact, you are told to drink a lot of water. Bread in itself will not kill you because man lives on bread. Medicine is good for you. But in all these things, we should understand that everything comes in proportion, if I should put it that way. The same water that is good for you, too much of this water can kill you. That will happen when people drown because the water is more than enough at that particular time. And the same thing with a loaf of bread or any food you have. You don't just put the whole plate at your mouth and dump the food inside. What do you do? You use a spoon and you begin to dish the food into your mouth. Now, I'm sure everybody has taken medicine at one point in his life. Now, one of the things they do if you go to the pharmacy shop is that they would write that, oh, take two drugs, maybe 12 hours interval or once a day, whatever. And what happens is that they are dispensing the medicine to you. And it's very important. It's a very important truth that we need to understand that just as we don't put a whole loaf of bread in our mouth, Either do we take a bucket of water and dump it in our mouth all at the same time, nor do we take medicine without its proper dispensation. So also applies with the word of God. The word is to be dispensed, is not to be given all at once. Now, mostly if you are a new person who is sharing the word of God, maybe you are in a fellowship or something, and you go and get some revelation, or you go and get some truth, or you are occupying a position in the church where you share the word of God often. Mostly if you are young and you are full of excitement, mostly you tend to overshare. If you have a particular truth, because of the excitement of the word in your spirit, you are tempted to say everything all at once. So most of these people, if you give them an, an opportunity to share the word of God, maybe you tell them, oh, we'll talk for five minutes. They have so much to say that they end up talking for one hour or, or two hours. And I've got to realize that in teaching and in sharing God's word, we dispense the word. That is why for me in particular, I am a fan of teaching God's word in series because I have a lot to say about a particular topic. Let's see the way Ben dispensed love to us in our previous series. You could have said everything at once, but just as medicine is dispensed to people, just as you don't take a whole bowl of rice and dump it into your mouth, but you take a spoon and you take one spoon after the other, one spoon after the other. Just as if you have a bucket of water, you don't put everything in your mouth, but you take one cup after the other. In the same way, we should take in the word of God. Because just as if you dump a whole bowl of food in your mouth at once, can harm you and can even kill you. Same as with medicine and water, so also it is with the word of God. So even in Proverbs, and the writer compares the word of God to medicine. He said that for his words are life unto those who find it, and they are medicine to our flesh. So you should understand that in teaching and sharing God's word, you must dispense it. And it's very important to, in learning God's word, you must commit to a systematic study of God's word. Other than that, you end up hearing so many truths at a time that you end up getting confused. That is why it's important that when you give your life to Christ, you must avail yourself to be discipled. You must avail yourself to be taught. 
That is why even if you take a look at the word of God, the same word is called milk. The same word is called meat. The same word is called bones. That is because at each particular stage of your Christian life, there's an amount of truth that you need to know at each stage. But because many of us, we don't put in diligence in our work with God, we don't even care about how we expose ourselves to the word of God. So we are just taking in medicine, blah, 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 all along. So especially when it comes to the teaching of faith, you should know how the teaching of faith should be applied into your life before you go and do something in the name of faith when it is foolishness. Now, since we're talking about the Word of God, another important truth that we need to know about the Word of God is what we are coming to share with you. And it's what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, the verse number 1. And he's saying that rejoice in the Lord, that for me to write the same things to you, take note, the same things to you, to me is not a burden. It's not as if I have to go out of my way. But the reason why I am teaching you the same things is because it's for your safety. And Peter re-echoed the same truth in 2 Peter, where he said that I will not be negligent to always put you in remembrance. And as for Peter, I like his choice of words. He says, do you know these things and you are established in it? He said, that as long as I have the opportunity to share the word of God with you, I'm going to keep reminding you of the very same old things. And Paul is giving us the reason why we need to be reminded of the very or of the same old things is because it is for your safety. Remembrance of the word of God or hearing the same word of God over and over and over again is for your safety. It's very good for you. Now we want to peruse in this series or particularly in this episode, the importance of hearing the same word over and over again. Peter said it, that as long as I have the opportunity, though I know you are papas and mamas in this revelation, but I have the platform, so I must say the, thing, the same things to you. Paul is saying that it's not Lord. I have written to you, I rejoice in the Lord. The next time again, I'm going to write to you, I'm going to write to rejoice in the Lord. Now the question is, what is the safety that Paul is telling us about? that we need to know about constantly exposing yourself to the same way. And as a hymn that says, that tell me the same old story. Tell me the same old story. There's a safety you put yourself in when you hear the same old story. Now, the first thing or the first safety measure or the first safety net that you fall into when you hear the same word of God over and over again, is it gives you understanding. Hearing the same word over and over again gives you understanding. And I'm sure all of you will bear witness to this, that sometimes you might have heard a message or you might have read a book or you might have watched an inspirational video or you might have exposed yourself to a particular knowledge. And you realize that the first time you read it or you listen to it, like you got what the person is saying. But maybe after a while ago, you go back and listen to the same thing and you realize that, ah, it's like I hear something new. It's like what you heard at first is not the same thing that you have heard. If you give yourself another time and you go back, you realize every time you keep going back to the same sermon you have listened to or the same book you have read 
or the same message you have exposed yourself to, or the same information you have exposed yourself to, you are, you keep hearing something new. When I was talking to a friend, I think I was talking to Ben, and we used to go for some classes. And I have finished the classes like three or four times. But every single time I go for the same classes, it's as though I have never been to the class before. And I realized that the more I expose myself to the very same teaching, the very same syllabus, my understanding broadens and my understanding deepens on the subject. This is why for many of us, the teaching of faith is not practical in our lives. Because though we have had the teaching of faith, we do not really understand the mechanisms of faith. And because of our lack of understanding of the mechanisms of faith, we are unable to exude or to demonstrate faith. And this is the truth that is communicated in the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. Now, you know, Jesus said that the seed of the sower sowed fell on different soils, and one of them fell on rocky soil. So let's just read Matthew 13, verse 23. You are familiar with the story, so. I just want to take note of what Jesus said. Matthew chapter 13, the verse 23. And he says that, But he that received the seed in good ground is he that hears the word and understands it. It is this which also bears much fruit. Some 40, some 60, some 100, and some 30. Jesus is saying that one of the fundamental things or one principal thing why many of us are not bearing the fruit of the word of God is because we do not understand it. So many of us have heard about the teaching of faith, but many of us cannot demonstrate our faith. Many of us, our faith is dormant. It's because we have heard the teaching of faith, because we have read the teaching of faith, because we have seen people talk about faith. We do not understand the modus operandi of faith. Therefore, when it comes into the critical point for us to execute our faith, we find out that we are lacking something that is because we don't understand what we hear and how do we understand something is by constantly hearing the same the same thing over and over again so it is not enough to listen to a sermon once it is not enough to read a particular book once i can give another testimony purpose driven life it's a book i always recommend to people it's a 40 days journey. I have gone to that book at least three times, all the 40 days. Fifth or sixth time I go to the book, I'll, I'll end up underlining the whole book. Because the first time I read the book, I was blown away. I kept writing and underlining. Then I remember about a year or two ago, I recommended it to somebody. And I was like, let's read it together. And I was shocked. <laughs> it's as though I have never read the book. And I saw some lines I underlined and I was like, at that time, I was underlining the thing. You didn't really understand what I was underlining. I remember particularly when I finished, you know, the book is divided into parts. I remember I even composed a song after I read the first part, talking about we are born for his pleasure. We are born for God's pleasure or we are created for his pleasure. I remember that day. The day I read that book, that was the second time in that page. I nearly broke down in tears. I remember I was so moved and I was so shocked by the depth of truth. I was like, I've read this book before. Time went on and the same thing happened. I met somebody again 
and I recommend to somebody, and as usual, most people don't have the energy to go. I say, okay, no problem. I'll read it with you again so that we'll be discussing it together. And the same thing happened. It was the third time reading the book. I was like, ah, what is going on? It's like as though <laughs> I was learning Arabic. Every time you expose yourself to the same word of God, you'll be shocked the depth of understanding you keep seeing every time you go to the same word of God. And it's something that many of us overlook. It is not enough to hear the word of God once. It is not enough to hear a teaching of faith once. It is not enough to hear a teaching of love once. The same teaching. That is why we always encourage you that whenever you go to a church and your father finishes preaching, most churches, as well as charismatic churches, they make the CDs or the audio version of the sermons available. And it is very important that you get the sermons and listen to it over and over and over again. Because as you keep exposing yourself to that same information, what you are doing is that you are getting, you are deepening and you are broadening your understanding. And it's very important. And without understanding, you will not be fruitful. How many of us have had this experience before you go to a service and they're teaching of faith? and you are so fired up. Hey, it's like you are in the hurry for the service to close, for you to catch some demon or to catch some sick person and just heal the person. Sometimes about prayer, you go and you listen about prayer and you are so moved to pray. You can't wait to get to your room and just speak in tongues for one hour. But you realize that after the service close, by the time you get to your room, the link to prayer has already gone down. <laughs> All the time you are so charged up for faith. I remember we used to do something else on campus. We used to do what we call size. After when school vacates, long vacation, we go to the villages. And mostly we have some three days preparation. And like they come and teach you about how to evangelize and all those things. Sometimes, I remember one particular year, I think the year 2016 or so, this guy came talk about these signs shall follow them that believe. Hey, after the man of God finished ministry, I was like, hey, if I could catch a dead body, what I'll do to the dead body? <laughs> I was so fired up. Truth be told, when I went to the science ground, <laughs> I couldn't even remember that I was told about faith. Hey, I ever been told to pray, lay hands on people, come and see the way I was running away. I was running away. I was like, ah, what happened to the faith message I had? So even though I had it and I was excited about it, I didn't understand it. That's what the parable said that some people, when they hear the word of God, they are excited. But because of their lack of understanding, that is why they are unable to bear fruit. And sweet, that I've said before, that life is all about results. Life is all about fruitfulness. But the reason many of us, our Christian life is so barren is because we lack the understanding. For example, the name of Jesus, you have heard so many times that at the name, every knee would bow, every tongue would confess. You might have heard this thing, you are so charged up, but you meet a mountain before you and you forget the name of Jesus. And you even pronounce the name of Jesus, you are actually, the vim that you heard the word with is not the same vim you are saying the thing with. It's not because you didn't hear the thing. It's not because the word is not true. It's because you did not understand it. And because of our lack of understanding of the word of God, that is why we are barren in the word of God. That is why the word of God is of none effect in our life. The secret is understanding. And understanding comes by exposing yourself to the same word over and over and over again. And this is the reason why Paul said that to write the same things to you is not a burden, but for you, it's for your safety. Repetition is for your safety. How? One, because repetition brings understanding and understanding is the key to fruitfulness. That's one. Number two, understanding is the key to establishment. 
because we all know in Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4, that true wisdom is a house built. By true understanding, it is established. So the only way you can be established in the truth about who you are in Jesus is by understanding. So many of us, we know that you are God's masterpiece. You know that you are a child of God, yet still you keep selling yourself for nothing in this life. It's because though you have heard this, though you are excited by this, you don't really understand what it means when we say that you are God's masterpiece. And the reason why you don't understand is because you have not heard the same thing over and over and over again. Understanding brings fruitfulness. Understanding establishes you in a particular truth. And understanding is what differentiates between those who are paid the most and those who are paid the least, even in this world. Now, let's take an example. In fact, let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. There's a particular truth in Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. It says that, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither bread to the wise, nor riches to the man of understanding, yet, nor yet favor to a man of skills, but time and chance happens to them all. The writer is telling us that there are certain attributes and what they bring you. And he's saying that it's not necessarily the fact that you are fast that you win the race, you are strong that you win the battle, you are wise that you have bread, you have understanding, that's why you'll be rich. Nor do you have skill why you'll be favored, but it's about time and chance. Now, what the writer is telling us, because of time and chance, that is why it is not necessarily always the fastest person that will win the race. And it's true, because you may be in a race, for example, Hussein Booth, we all know in one particular race, he was disqualified. Even though he was the fastest, it was obvious that he would have won the race, but he was disqualified because of time and chance. And somebody might have been in that race who, because of Hussein Booth's disqualification, he's now winning the race. And somebody else, who was in a particular race with Hussein Booth never had the opportunity to win the gold medal because during his time, Hussein Booth was not disqualified. So time and chance happened. But the issue is that removing the element of time and chance, the race will always go to the swift. The battle will always be won by Goliath. Bread will always go to the person of wife. And now listen to what it says. Riches will always go to the person of understanding. Understanding brings riches. And let me give an example. If you go to the medical field or if you go to a medical school, basically you have doctors and nurses. Now, both doctors and nurses do biochemistry. Both doctors and nurses do anatomy. Let me be a pharmacist. I think all of them, they do anatomy. All of them, they do physiology. All of them do biochemistry. All of them do microbiology. But the issue is that if you have a surgery, who would you go to to operate on you? Will you go to a nurse? a pharmacist or you go to a medical doctor officer. You go to a medical doctor. Nobody would entrust his life into a nurse to do a surgery. What is the difference between a nurse and a doctor? It's because one has spent longer periods studying the same thing. And because the person has spent a longer period studying the same thing, the person has a deeper understanding into that same anatomy. And furthermore, if you want to be a specialist, I don't know how many years, I think about six to 10 years, I may be wrong, but you take a long time to specialize. So if you have a hole in the heart, who would you go to? Will you just go to a general practitioner or you go to a specialist? You go to a specialist. Why? Because somebody has spent a longer period of time 
started doing the same thing. And because of that, the person has a deeper understanding into the same topic. And because of that, the person will be paid more than the other. So doctors are paid more than nurses. You can't do anything about it. And the only reason why doctors are paid more than nurses is because doctors understand the heart or doctors understand physiology or doctors understand anatomy more than nurses. So riches always go to the man of understanding. And the riches of God's word always go to the person who understands God's word the most. This is the reason why you should keep hearing the same word over and over again. And the next thing understanding does is that understanding is that bucket in which you draw from the springs of life. Proverbs chapter 20, verse number five. It says, counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Let me use another version. Proverbs 20, verse five. NET version. Counsel is in the person's heart. It's like deep water, but an understanding person draws it out. So understanding is that bucket in which you are able to draw out deep waters. Is that bucket or is that well or is that rope in which you are able to draw out from the deep waters in life? Understanding is that which makes the word of God effective in your life. One, understanding is that which establishes you in a particular truth. Two, understanding is that which ushers you into riches and understanding is that bucket or that rope in which you are able to draw out from the springs of life in which you are able to draw out from the deep waters in a man's heart the reason why you are not able to materialize the word of god you hear is because you lack an understanding and the reason why you lack the understanding is because you have not kept exposing yourself to the same word over and over again. It is based on this why people interpret Romans 10 that faith comes by hearing one and hearing by the word of God. That is why God did not tell Abraham once that I'll make you a father of many nations. God kept telling Abraham, I'll make you a father of many nations. I'll make you a father of many nations. And until when God brought Abraham outside and he said, look at the stars in the sky and look at the sun in the seashore. And the Bible said, then Abraham believed God. And when God saw that Abraham had believed in it, and now it was accredited to him as righteousness. So the first time God appeared to Abraham and Abraham and God told Abraham, Abraham didn't really believe. But God kept exposing him to the same way until the Bible said, and Abraham believed God. That is why in Romans chapter 4, the Bible said, and Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope. He was beyond convinced that God was able to do it because God kept telling him the same thing that Abraham, your seed, it is your seed. That is why God told Joshua that this same word, meditate upon it day and night. It is when you are being exposed to the same word day and night. Then is when you would make your way prosperous. So prosperity in the word of God, prosperity in life comes from repeating or repetitively hearing the same words over and over and over again. It's very important. So among some charismatic circles, they call it soaking. Before soak sermons, <laughs> you have to listen to the word of God over and over and over again until you are convinced in your heart, like Abraham, that even though you are 100 years and your body is dead, because the word of God has said it, I believe it. 
against hope. He believed in hope. Do you know what that means? When, when people commit suicide, they commit suicide because they're hopeless. Because they have nothing to look forward to in life. The only reason why I and you, we are energized to wake up the next morning is because we have hope that, oh, I have a particular dream I want to do. But when now hope is against you, then Charlie, you are at rock bottom. But the Bible said even hope was against Abraham. But Abraham against hope still believed in hope because God kept telling him that I would make you the father of many nations. And it's important that if indeed you want to be fruitful in the word of God, keep listening to the same sermons over and over again. Repetition brings understanding and understanding brings revelation. And revelation is what leads to stability and safety. The only reason why Abraham was now rest assured that God would provide through him, it was because he now had a revelation of who God was. That is why God told Joshua that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but meditate upon it day and night. When you are able to do that, then you would make your way prosperous. Repetition brings understanding, and understanding brings revelation. That is why whenever I pick purpose-driven life and I open any page, I'm like, wow, where was this truth? By the same book I've read like three times, four times. But now I'm getting understanding into the same thing. And this understanding has brought me revelation. That is why many times we hear so many scriptures that we ignore. But another time you hear the same scripture again and we're like, ah, this scripture, I've heard it so many times, but where was my mind? For example, if any man be in Christ is a new Christian, it's one scripture I really do not appreciate. But just from last year, I listened to it. I read this verse again, that if any man be in Christ, you see, when you keep repeating this thing and you begin to understand this thing, that if you are a new Christian, you do not have a past. So how can you be in Christ and you are still battling ancestral cases? It's because you don't understand what Paul is saying. And the reason why you don't understand is because you are not meditating upon it. And if you are able to meditate upon this scripture day and night, you will get understanding. And when you get understanding, you will get revelation. And this revelation will establish you in the truth. And then you'll be able to be effective in this world. How can you be a new Christian and still have past information? then somebody must be lying. And that's why we find it so difficult to believe the word of God. Because we just hear it once. Look at the power in the name of Jesus. But the question is, have you been able to use that power? And the reason why you're not able to exercise the power in the name of Jesus is because you don't really understand how that name works. But the day you are able to get understanding, you will it to that word. And it's the same thing that happened in Revelations chapter 4 the worship in heaven. The Bible says that these 24 elders and living creatures, they bow down and they said, holy, 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 holy. And the Bible says that whenever they lifted up their head and they looked and they gazed on the same person on the throne, you know, as if the person changes who, the same person on the throne, they get a new understanding of who this God is. And they cannot but bow down again and worship. And again, when they bow down and they lift up their head to look at the same person on the tomb, they're like, hey, Charlie, we are seeing something new. And they bow down again. And when they bow down again and they lift up their head, the same person on the tomb, only God knows how long that has been going on. But the revelation that John saw, he said that the angels kept bowing down and they kept saying, holy, 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 
holy. And as they kept lifting up their head, they got a fresh understanding of who God is. And that fresh understanding brought a new light. It brought a new revelation of who God is. And they cannot but cast their thrones before him and continually worship him. The reason why scriptures like Acts, when you pray, believe and receive. But the reason why many of us are not receiving answers to our prayers is because we don't understand our word. And because of our lack of understanding, that word is not established in us. That is why repeating the same word of God is important. So how does repeating the word of God usher you into safety? One, it brings understanding. And understanding leads to revelation. Now the final point is that repetition helps you never to forget the work. So Peter said it, even though Paul said a similar thing that I would always put you in remembrance. Because trust me, one of the main characteristics of this human body is forgetfulness. That is why even though we have heard about do not be anxious for anything, do not be anxious for anything, do not be anxious for anything. Tomorrow, if we hear a bad news, you will still be anxious. <laughs> you will still be anxious because we forget the word of God so quickly. And because we forget the word of God so quickly, we are unable to enjoy the fruits of the word. That is why exposing yourself to the same word always puts you in remembrance. That's what Peter said, that I will not be negligent, that as long as I'm in this tabernacle, I will always put you into remembrance. How? By telling you the same things, because remembrance establishes you. How many of us haven't heard that Prayer should always be our first option in life. But how many of us remember to pray whenever we are faced with something? Our first response is to call our boo or our bae. <laughs> if you're nursing, is to call your bestie or your non-bestie. If you don't have a bestie, is to call your papa or your mama. If you have a papa or a mama, is to cry on your bed. We hardly ever remember to pray. Prayer is always our last option. That is because we forget about prayer. That is why you must keep exposing yourself to the word of God because it puts you in remembrance. And remembrance is for your safety. Because when you forget, you will take a wrong decision. So many people after school, you are not getting a job, but you are forgotten. When you were in school, they told you that the God of heaven would prosper you, but you are forgotten. So now you are cheapening yourself for a job that will not even pay you well because you are forgotten. You are full of fear. But I go to where actually, no matter how many times people are preaching the word of God, I still need to add my voice and preach some. <laughs> Let me use Ghanaian English. I must preach some because we are forgetful. And I am really forgetful. We are all forgetful. Just think this week, I had a, a message. I think I read somebody's status or something. And it was so refreshing. Just to realize it was something I told the person that the person has posted on his status. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my own revelation. I've forgotten my own review. I had forgotten it. And it came at a point in me. I was really feeling down about something. But my own thing, I told somebody that the person has posted, I saw it and I was so full of joy. My own words. <laughs> because we are forgetful. Sometimes I worry about some things and I'm being shy. I'm like, oh, me, pan, I'm worrying about these things. What I forget. And because of that, you must make the effort to constantly expose yourself to the word of God over and over and over again. No matter how many times I've read and heard Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, whenever I hear or read it again, it's always a breath of fresh air. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, by prayer and supplication, 
make your request known unto your father. Ah, I know the scripture of it. I've quoted it. I've preached on it. I have sung on it, everything. But whenever I hear somebody saying it again, it's just so comforting. It's just so refreshing. It always puts me in remembrance. And the reason why many of us are in trouble is because we forget the word when we hear it. That is why Paul said that he rejoiced in the Lord again. For me to write these same things to you, to me, it is not a burden, but for you, it's for your safety. Because I know how forgetful you are. And I always like to use the Israel as an example. Look at all the things God did for them. Yet, they were characterized by complaining and memory. Hey, sometimes I always tell myself that if I could see one miracle, one visible miracle like the Israelites, I would never doubt God. <laughs> How can you see the Red Sea part? How can you enjoy manna every day that is falling from the sky and yet still you would doubt God when you are going to battle? Hey! <laughs> it's amazing. But that's what we do because we don't expose ourselves to the word of God. So I want everybody to cultivate the habit of soaking. I don't know if I've heard that, but we call it soaking in sermons. Get an earpiece. Whenever you are going to lectures, whenever you are going to work, listen to sermon. Whenever you are washing on Saturday morning, whenever you are cleaning your room, listen to sermons. The same sermon, play it over and over and over again. One of my spiritual instructors, he was sharing how he received this call from God. When he was doing this, he was a medical doctor, he was doing his community service in a place called in Sawam in Ghana. And one night he was playing a Kenneth E. Hagen sermon, a sermon that he has listened to countless number of times but as he was playing the sermon and praying then he could hear something jump out of a tape and entered into him and the voice told him that now you can preach he was listening to the same sermon over and over and over again we must cultivate the habit of soaking sermons when you are going to work get an earpiece listen to sermons when you are walking back to your junction after work, listen to sermons. When you are sweeping your room, listen to sermons. When you are washing, play the podcast. When you are cleaning your room, play the podcast. Wherever you find yourself, continually listen to sermons because you are forgetful. And as you keep exposing yourself to that word, there's a hymn that I love so much. And I only remember one line. It says, sometimes a light surprises a Christian while he's singing. That means one day you may be listening to the same sermon. You may be singing the same song, but one day a light will surprise you. One day you get an understanding, you get a revelation into the same old verse and you'll be shocked. For example, one of my favorite scriptures that we all know from this podcast, Romans 8 verse 14, as many as are led. Anytime I quote that scripture, I'm amazed. This same Bible, we have been teaching from this Bible for thousands of years. And yet still, it's like the revelation in the Bible is not getting finished. It's amazing. So upon the premise of this truth, this episode, which is titled For Your Safety, is actually going to be a repetition, but a, a summarized repetition of selected episodes that we have done on this podcast. So next week's episode, we are going to pick a particular series that we have treated and we are going to summarize it into one. What we are aiming at doing is to expose you to the same thing over and over again. We know you know about it because for us, it's not a burden, but for you, it's for your safety. So God bless you for being with us. We really appreciate your presence on this podcast. We really do. And we hope that as you keep exposing yourself to this word, your minds are being renewed. 
So we would like to invite Ben. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. And there's little I want to add up to what we've studied so far. I believe this is a very important subject that we have to take a very close look at. Because as Sam rightly said, uh, it's part of our human frailties to forget things. And forgetfulness can be very, very detrimental and then severe in our life when we are mostly forgetful about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I believe one of the antidotes is to do the things that you do over and over again. I think one time I was also listening to one man of God and I was um, quite shocked. He said for a one hour someone he can listen to it for about three days. Just one hour. Yeah. And it's very true because the more you keep listening, the more you get to take note of stuff that you didn't catch the first time you listened to them. And there's this quote that I was to take note of by a very renowned author. His name is Exigla. He says, repetition is the mother of all learning, the father of action, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. Repetition is the mother of all learning, the father of action, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. Yeah. So just to encourage us that it is by our constant exposure of the word of God to ourselves that would help us to renew our minds. And it doesn't matter the number of times that you have listened to the word of God. Anytime you hear it, there's going to be a new dimension of it that would made known to you only if you allow yourself to learn so i'm just entreating us to continue studying and then reading and listening to the word of god and i know that god is going to bless us in mighty ways amen amen we want to spend some time in prayer we are praying to god our father grant me the grace to get an earpiece first and foremost <laughs> you need an earpiece it's one of the arsenals you need as a christian that grant me the grace to listen to sermons, to listen to podcasts, to listen to this podcast over and over again. Grant me the grace to be a soaker. I would soak the word of God. Grant me the grace to listen to sermons. Grant me the grace to go back and listen to who told you. Grant me the grace to go back and listen to uh, to listen in the garden. This cause us to be in the remembrance because we know that forgetfulness is with man. We forget about not to fear. We forget about not being anxious. Now grant us the grace to pay the price, to be soakers of your word, to expose ourselves to your word constantly in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you for being around. And please, we like to encourage you. I always tell people that set up your environment in such a way that without much effort, you are always hearing the word of God. Like without, you don't have to put in certain things. Giddy, 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 if I should say. For example, let's say I have a radio in my room and a particular station that I'm listening to. So it's not as if I'm actively doing it per se, but I'm exposing myself. As I'm in a car, my earpiece is on, I'm listening. So without even much effort, I'm just exposing myself to the word of God. And most often than not, as I'm just listening, it will make one sentence. You will say something that will draw my mind to something. And I'll go back and look at it in the back. So try and structure your environment in such a way that without much effort, you are being exposed to the word of God. Because if this book of the Lord does not depart from your mouth and you are able to meditate upon it day and night, 
you would make your way prosperous. That is why you should memorize verses. So tonight, for example, Philippians 3 verse 1 is a memory verse. Finally, brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write these same things unto you, for me it's not grievous, but for you, it's for your safety. Remember to give God your best and to make sure that this week you owe no man nothing but love. This week you would hear a congratulation in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. See you next week, even as we look out for your safety. Part two. Bye-bye. Bye.